Hi, y'all. My name is Kennedy Tippins. Welcome back to my podcast, Rooted. I'm so excited to have y'all here today. We are on our second episode of our second season, and this is the forgiveness episode. This episode is a little cray-cray, but just stick with me. I honestly don't know how long this is going to be. Um, uh, normally I kind of go back and forth. Some of them can be longer, some of them can be shorter, but I have a dear friend of mine, Emma Haley here to discuss it with me. Um, I don't even remember how we met. How did we meet? Do you remember? I guess kind of through school, but like not really. We only, I guess that's true. And we never hung out until like this year when we didn't even have class together. Exactly. How did that even come to happen? I don't know. You just, I feel like you just randomly texted me at one point. Oh. And I was like, I don't know this girl, but okay, fine. Who is this girl? We had a lot of mutuals. Yeah. We had a lot of We know a lot of, we, yeah. And I don't know. We just kind of clicked, but like, we don't hang out often, but like, we're in each other. It's like we talk often. Right. Yeah. But we live like five minutes away from each other and we never really see each other. Yeah, we should probably get better at that. I feel like that. our schedules just never, ever mesh. Yeah, it's like almost midnight right now while we're mm-hmm. recording this. You woke up like not that long ago. And I was somewhere. I was at someone's house. Okay, anyways. <laughs> but we're that's kind of our little intro. So with that being said, let's jump right on into it. So uh, this episode being about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Do you have any thoughts right off the top of your head about forgiveness? I mean, like... It's such a touchy subject, isn't it? It is, because, like, I think... I mean, like, I feel like you know most of my story, but, like, a big part of that was, like, being in an abusive friendship, Mm -hmm. which was, like, like, I was not a lot... Like, they wouldn't let me hang out with certain people, and they had to have my location, Mm -hmm. and, like, it was, like... Questionable activity. it was actually like yeah super super controlling and so like obviously i was suicidal at one point which like i mean part of that is hereditary and i don't yeah like you know what i mean yeah i can't just like blame that on one person because i don't think that's fair but there was we can blame it on satan (laughs) anyway so like i don't know i hated them for a lot like Mm -hmm. but i don't know so you don't know. That was definitely a, I don't know, definitely mm-hmm. a journey for sure. For sure. It's really hard, especially like, okay, so I would really like to preface that forgiving as a non believer and forgiving as a believer are two very different things. Because, mm-hmm. quite frankly, like, think about this what would be the point of forgiving someone? If you don't follow Jesus. Peace of mind. I mean, that's really the extent of it. But it's so hard because like, where do people's morals come from? You know, like, how do they know what's right and wrong? It kind of comes into like the whole, um, I don't know, like there's very much a humanistic, um, I don't know, lifestyle Mm -hmm. associated with like non-believers and... Yeah, really, just the world, like the woke culture exactly. of today. Kind of like do whatever feels right to you, you know. So like, if it feels right in your heart to forgive them, then do it. And if it doesn't, then don't. Oh my gosh! I mean? like, 
and people are very set on emotions oh yeah they do everything off of emotions (sighs) yeah and also like i think there's there is something to be said for protecting your peace but i think that sometimes people don't understand that forgiveness yeah and forgiveness also i know that we just talked about this i said this is my controversial opinion but like just because i forgive someone does not mean i have to spend my time around them no absolutely not like unless the lord himself comes to me in a dream and like tells me that i need to be around someone that has severely wronged me like you can totally forgive and not continue a friendship or a relationship or like any form of communication like there's something to be said for again i know i just said protecting your peace can be a bad thing but i think there is also a good aspect of that because Mm -hmm. like they're actually um those people later reached out to me and asked to basically restart that relationship and i had to think about it and pray about it for a long time but i was and I spent a week where I literally did nothing but just pray about it and meditate on it. Not I don't like the word meditate because I feel like it has such a weird concept. <sighs> I know. Anyway. Meditate with the Lord yeah, about it. Not, not like a witchcraft not episode will get you, bro. Yeah, It'll get you. Uh, I think that uh, it's so hard because with forgiveness, whenever people like, like, I think they confuse, like, cutting people off. Because, mm-hmm. like, when you cut people off, you can say you forgive them. But if you have, like, a fear of seeing that person, like, in, like, real time, mm-hmm. then there's still resentment in your heart. And I used to have a severe addiction to resentment. Like, I used to, like, love the drama of, like, not, mm-hmm. like, seeing people in person, like, being with a crowd be like oh my gosh like that person hates me and like i would love the attention that i got for the resentment that i held in my heart if that made sense and so like unforgiveness is one of the most deadly things that you can have in your heart i feel like i think a lot of times it comes out in whether you realize it or not a lot of times it comes from a place of condemning that person you know what i'm saying like you believe that they're not there's also pride that we're better than For them. Sure. It's like we're holding something and over their heads. Like I'm not going to I mean, I'm not I don't it's not right, but you know, we do things for a reason because I know. I mean, sin is, you know, it feels good, that's why we do it and I think Mhm. You know, it's easier to it's it points it's back almost, to us. It's almost comforting to kind of have a person to say, "Well, I don't do that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, can, you can justify so much by saying, well, at least I don't do that. I mean, the devil lives in comparison for sure. Yeah. And I, uh, uh, I was thinking about, I was thinking about this the other day because I saw a TikTok that was like, <laughs> it was like, um, this girl was like being funny. It was a Christian creator that I actually really like. And so like, I wasn't like triggered when I saw the TikTok, but it made me think it was like, just wait till I see Eve like in heaven or whatever. And I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, because if I was Eve, I would have done the same thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And like, um, you know, the quote that's like forgiving means, um, f- or like following Jesus means forgiving Judas. Mm, yeah. And like that, um, that alone. And me and you were just talking about, 
Um, oh, what was it? The numbers. 70 times 7. And um, the Bible talks in, oh, is it Ephesians? Yeah, Ephesians chapter 4. It talks about forgiving uh, seven times, which I think is so important because we were just talking about uh, picking up your cross and like forgiveness is a cross that you have to constantly pick up. Like it's not just something you do once, mm-hmm. you know? For sure. I mean, like, I think, I don't know, it definitely has to be voiced. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we confuse that with, I said it out loud, so it's done, but. It's like, oh yeah, I just forgive you. Right. And then but it's like, it's okay. I mean, I think that it goes back and forth for sure. Mm-hmm. It's easy to, some like there are days that there's, there's still days where I don't truly forgive people, and I'm not saying that's like okay, I'm going to choke you out if I saw you in the street. <laughs> I mean, for real. <laughs> like, but like, <coughs> for, please don't die. <coughs> oh my gosh! <coughs> oh my gosh! live on the rooted pod. <coughs> <coughs> my gosh! Okay, let's talk about water. <gasps> Raining it in. Still mad um, about my cinnamon sticks. But it's not fine. the cinnamon sticks. But I think, yeah, it's so important because how I was raised was whenever, like, my siblings would, like, do something wrong to me or, like, I did something wrong to my siblings, right. your parents are like, okay, say sorry. And mm-hmm. I, my family never would say the words, I forgive you. They would say, it's okay. They'd be like, oh, it's okay. And so now with Oliver, the little boy and nanny, he, whenever I see him like do something wrong, um, I, uh, when I tell him to say sorry or when I say sorry to him, I don't let him say it's okay. Cause it's very, it's trained in our heads and for us to be like behavior. Actions, right? Yeah. And so, uh, instead of being like, oh, sorry. And you're like, oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Because, like, why are we, it's not okay. I acknowledge that it's not okay. You acknowledge that it's not okay. So, therefore, I think the words, I forgive you, like, the Bible talks so many times that, like, our words have power. Mm -hmm. And I believe that if we say it's okay, then that gives power into actions that are of the world and not of God. Wow, yeah, I agree. And so, like, like, what do you think about that? let's 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 hear your thoughts okay um i think i definitely agree like i think that um i mean not to say that anyone you know just because someone has sinned against me doesn't give me any power over them Mm -hmm. um and i think you have to be um really intentional not to frame it in that way or use it in that way yeah, but I do think there's definitely something to be said for not validating that sin or um, mm-hmm. condoning, because I think that you know a lot of times there's things that we love those people anyway, but that doesn't mean we condone some of the choices that they make. Um, so I don't know. I think that's a big part of that as well. Yeah, but I do think there's definitely something to be said for I don't know understanding that it's a two-way street. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not Mm -hmm. gonna ask someone to do that when I wouldn't do the same for them. If that makes sense. Like I don't, you know, I don't want someone validating my feelings while I, I mean, my actions while I refuse to validate theirs. You know, if I'm, 
Yeah. I want someone to do the same for me and to refuse. Like, I want someone to, I want people to refuse to validate my sin. Yeah. Which is like, if you have, I feel like if you have friends that just stand by you, then like, those are friends of the world. Mm. Like I've had, I had friends that like, like being the Jesus girl in a friend group is like the worst place you could possibly be. Cause like you're stuck in this bridge of like, Oh, she's a Jesus girl. And like, if you say something, then you're that one that forces your beliefs on, on them. But if you, if you don't, and then you start to fall in to, you start to fall into like their ways. Validating or at least excusing. or Yeah. Yeah. And so I, um, I was, uh, oh, I said, there's a quote one time that was like, notice how when Jesus had sinners around him, it changed the sinners and not him. Yeah, I remember, I remember you sharing that before. And- <laughs> Something that makes me livid oh, <laughs> on this earth, that's a great like livid. I don't, I don't like using the word like hate. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't like saying like, I hate it, but truly this could go on my pet peeve list. Oh yeah, I'm very is when that. especially Christians, but like actually only Christians, because <laughs> like I don't know why we expect Christian like behavior from non Christians. Like, why do yeah, you expect them to do anything good? We had they that have conversation, and I had never really thought of it. They have way. no roots; they're not rooted. <laughs> Hashtag not rooted. Uprooted. Um, word. word. Um, but like, I strongly dislike (laughs) when Christians think that they are entitled to an apology, like, and when they hold out forgiveness until someone apologizes, Mm. when they're like, oh, well, like if they were like, I have fallen victim to this, like in like the seventh grade, someone asked me like, did you forgive that? person or whatever i was like well they haven't said sorry so therefore i'm unable (laughs) i feel like that's something that's kind of instilled in us as kids you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know about you but like when i was little if my brother did something i wasn't expected to tell him it's okay or i forgive you which now i don't like that it's okay but you know i was i know it it changes your mindset doesn't it i wasn't expected to give him that until he gave me an i'm sorry and i think that teaches us entitlement it does and i think that you know what if what if god only forgave me for the sins that i specifically asked him to forgive me of we would be done for i was gonna say i i would have i mean done for for a long time ago because i mean i think that our forgiveness is meant to be modeled after christ's forgiveness and in uh what's the verse matthew 6 15 which one are you talking about? I'm talking about freely you have received, freely give. Matt, I'm almost right there with you. The Matthew uh, 6 verse is the, um, but if you do not forgive other sins, the Father will not forgive your sins. Mm-hmm. Like, it's because we see, in our world, we see forgiveness as a transaction when it should be a gift. Like, we expect a give and take when we should only be... Like, we have the ultimate supply of forgiveness, and yet we still are, like, like so... so It's like 
joy. Like it's the same thing that goes with joy. Like there's literally no reason. There's no reason that you should go out of your way to have to like be nice. Like being nice is like bare minimum stuff. Right. Yeah. You know? And um it's just so hard because I in my head would very much like to not forgive anyone ever. Like if I could just, but it's also draining because unforgiveness creates chains on us. And like, it takes so much more energy to not forgive someone than it does to forgive them. It takes active energy. And honestly, I think that a lot of times we choose not to forgive someone because we feel like, you know, they deserve it. And I want to withhold that from them, but it hurts you so much. It's horrible. And you know, like, you know when like two friends are like fighting or like the, like couples are like breaking up or whatever and they'd be posting those like really passive aggressive like quotes oh on word. Instagram like Have on their the stories oh my gosh I cannot it's so backhanded and um I uh <laughs> I like I think it's so funny. I brought up one time, I was like, some of the girls that have done me the dirtiest in this world are the ones with like the Bible verses that are like oh, in there that is like, and they hide behind oh my yeah. gosh. And I like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I've never done anything. Like I used to be, well, I still have my moments for sure. And I, I don't think I have a Bible verse in my bio. I, I have something about Jesus, like Jesus overall. Grace, I and I have like all my... I have all my podcast stuff in my, so that's like almost there. It's not a verse. That's because like my worst fear on this earth is like (laughs) someone asking me about a verse and I'm like, oh, I love that verse. And then they ask me about it. They're like, oh, where is it? Or whatever. Like I'll quote it and I'll have no idea where it is. It's like my worst, it's my worst fear actually. But rounding it back up. (laughs) (laughs) Back to whatever we were talking about. Um, what was the Bible story we were just talking about? Oh, the two sons. The oh, two the, sons. The, the, do you feel like parable the, 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 the parable called? of two sons the and the father? Son. Prodigal son. There we go. We almost had it. Um, <laughs> um, so I don't even remember where the story is found. And I know um, that's because I have grown up going to church every Matthew. Sunday. Matthew. And I don't know. I think it's Matthew. I just said that this is my worst fear, and it's. <laughs> I think it's Matthew. I know. I. You said it out loud. I think it's thing. Matthew. Okay. Because right, the sermon on the. I'm holding you accountable now. Oh gosh, isn't wrong, that the worst when people hold canceled. you accountable? Anyway, uh, <laughs> uprooted. Oh my word. Um, anyway, wherever it's found, I don't know, but it does exist. It's a parable, and anyway, <laughs> Jesus, stop getting me. No, just tell the story. Um. <laughs> Jesus tells the story of a man and his two sons, and one of the sons goes to his father and says, I want my inheritance. Um, I want it now. I want it early. And the father goes ahead and gives him that money, and the son basically takes off and parties it up and lives his he life. He goes and gets, like, what are what were they called back in the days? Like It was like the strippers back in the day. 
What are they? Mistresses? No, that's like. That's I don't know, like but basically, he bought a bunch of strippers and like partied, got like really drunk. He was like doing drugs and partying, doing whatever, and doing the most. He ran out of money, um, and he he was like eating out of a pig pen, right? He went to go work for a farmer, um, feeding his pigs, and eventually he was so poor and so desperate that he began to eat like what the pigs were eating. Mm -hmm. Um, and then eventually he said, "I would be better off being a one of my father's servants." than where I'm at right now. And so he went home and asked his father to make him a servant. But his dad met him and ran at him with open arms. And he had already had forgiven face. him yeah. before he even got back. Mm-hmm. And then the other brother who had been like perfect. Right. He was super jealous and, and bitter yeah. mm-hmm. about like, because when the other son came back, he got like a party, right? And like a big feast. And um, so the bitterness was there. So we were just talking about like the fact that the only distance between either one of the sons and the father was placed there by the son. Like it was their sins, their emotions, their feelings, like everything that they had in their heart that was not of the Lord is what put that separation there. And they created the distance and the relationship would not have been mended if the father would not have taken the path of forgiveness. Right. Like, cause the father easily could have enslaved that son. And rightfully so in my opinion. Yeah. Or feed it into the pride of the other guy. Oh yeah. The other brother. Sure. <laughs> that random guy. In <laughs> Ephesians, it says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, and slander along with every other form of malice. Malice is such a funny word. What does that even mean? We're about to check. Hatred. Hatred? Oh, I'm, I mean to translate it. Spitefulness. Mm. The intention or desire to do evil or ill will. I think that most of the time with the unforgiveness issue, it's because we're so busy looking to our left and right when it's like a vertical issue. Like it should be between you and God. Yeah. Like forgiveness starts with, it starts with a feeling that you have, but it should end with Jesus on the cross. Like, mm-hmm. like that was the ultimate form of forgiveness. And, um, I remember there was oh there was one story. I don't I don't remember exactly what happened, but someone just like like there's a lot of stories I could tell where like I was equally in the wrong and like there was a mutual forgiveness of like me and a friend that I was walking with and we were walking through life together and we both loved Jesus very much, but we both needed to forgive each other for some stuff. But there was like this one girl that had just done me so wrong on so many levels. Like there was no form of like, like I don't want to be the one that's like, I literally did nothing, but like there was literally no form of ill intention on my side. Mm-hmm. And I I was just mad. Like, and this was before I was like really taking my Walker Christ. Like seriously, like I would fall into the temptation of unforgiveness very often. And I was ranting to my friend about it, like a friend that I severely 
like a mentor. Like she was a lot older than me and she walked with me for a long time. Mm -hmm. And she said, hey, Kennedy, can I say something that might hurt your feelings? And I almost told her no, because I don't like my feelings to get hurt, obviously. So you're like, why would you even ask me that? It was a dumb question when the world. But she literally was like, you realize that I had done something to my sister like a few days before, but she was like, do you realize that the same God that died for whatever you did to your sister like three days ago also died for this person that's treating you so illly like right now? And that put a lot of things into perspective for me because that is so true. And I was expecting Christian-like behavior and forgiveness from someone that did not ever agree to have the same morals and the same faith and the same forgiveness pact like i was i thought i was entitled to a love that she's not even capable of showing me because she doesn't know how yeah like she doesn't under like and i don't want to i don't want to be that person that's like they don't even understand what they're doing but like they they don't understand right not to the same capacity no because like i didn't understand right i know we talk about like you have to have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. But, like, it's so true. And you also have a – you have to have a heart to receive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Like, it talks – like, you hear a lot about in the Bible, like, people's hearts being hardened. Like, that's a real thing. Right. Yeah, for sure. You know? What are you thinking in this exact moment? <laughs> Is there a lot it's happening? past my bedtime. It's past my bedtime, bro. Um. You know how, like – when we ask for forgiveness from people who we've wronged, mm-hmm. but like, what do we do if like they don't forgive us? Cause like, if we're in the wrong, obviously we can ask for forgiveness. Right? right. But like, if I were to wrong you and I was like, I'm so sorry, forgive me. Right. And you were like, absolutely not. Like I like, no. Mm-hmm. If I went to the Lord with forgiveness, or and like uh, ask for forgiveness like as much as i value (laughs) that gift if you were to forgive me right i don't need it your eternal destination i think that that's that's something i have to remind myself of constantly because i'm I'm a very anxious person Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of times you know i forget that if it doesn't impact my eternal destination then it's really not i mean it's really just not that deep and i know that sounds so not that deep. stupid but it's it's true and i think i think that there's kind of two different um paths so mm-hmm. to speak like um because i think that there's kind of two different ways to frame it um depending on whether or not that person is a christian like we were just talking about you know whether or not they even agreed to be held accountable to that faith because yeah it's not is not my job to hold people accountable to a faith that they never agreed to yeah um so i couldn't i could give you a whole sermon on that right now we've had that conversation we definitely have but so i don't know i think that is such a hard pill to swallow bro is because But I think that, like, that's why I have such a... I'm about to go on such a tangent. You want me to shut up? And no. Do it. Okay. 
Um, we have the time. That's why, like, I, I had such a hard time with, um, you know, like, people standing on the side of the road and, you know, like, just... Like, the protest? The harshest, like, yeah, and people just saying, like, you know, if people who are standing on the side of the road saying, like, if you have an abortion, you're going to hell. If, oh, my gosh. And it's, like, it's the kind of thing where I'm, like... It's, like, did you forget about love... Peace, right. patience, kindness, self-control. Right. Like and even I'm not. I'm not. That's not what this episode is about. No. But but I'm kind of like it's not. You know, if you come at those people with that approach, mm-hmm. they are not. That is not going to make them want to follow Christ and become a part of yeah this faith. You know, like you need to begin with. Hey, this is hey. Let me tell you about this such fun guy that I know personally. I I'm gonna use the word hate. I hate that phrase. Like that you're going to hell phrase. Like it's the worst. I have a policy that I refuse to assume anyone's final destination. Yeah. Assume, I, 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 I said it once. I said it one time as a joke, like I was like messing around with mm-hmm. some friends from our little homeschool thing. Like I was, there's a video of it actually. And I remember instantly regretting it when it came out of my mouth. I was like, I should have not said that. Now, it was very funny because the way that I like phrased it was like, but it wasn't funny at the same time. It was right. because like, our school, well, I guess we're graduated now, but like our school was very big on dress code and like oh dressing God. modestly or whatever. And I was like I pretending, did you? Oh, yeah. They they were fine about my tattoos, but my nose ring, I would always have to take it out. Well, um, one of the girls, like she was one of my really good friends mm-hmm. and um, we were setting up. So we weren't even like at school. So we were like in our shorts and stuff. She had a crop top on actually. But it, like, wasn't school time. Like, we were just there, like, the day before. Yeah. And I, like, got on the fake phone. It was, like, just... And then I was, like, yep, and you're going to hell for that. Then I was, like, why on earth did that just come out of my mouth? Like, what? Now, the video, I'm not going to lie, is so funny. Like, every time I rewatch it, I'm, like, cracking up. Because, like, just... I'm, like, I'm imitating a person like one of the board members and it's so funny it's actually so funny and like the board member literally watched it happen and the and i like posted out my 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 close friend's story Mm -hmm. but (laughs) i still like like i was like i could have totally like worded that differently or like what like i i think about it quite often i actually talked to the girl afterwards i was like i'm you're not going to hell i was like (laughs) i know your heart and I know, and I, I think I did ask for, I don't remember, but I think I did ask for forgiveness. I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I should not have spoken that over you. <laughs> I know that we were in a hypothetical situation and we were pretend people, but still like, that's like dabbling on some feelings. Yeah. Ugh. For sure. Dress codes. We could have a whole episode on dress codes. Oh, I, don't, I could just right. tear some theology apart on that one. Mm. I could just do it. But I also, like, I have a problem with authority. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. 
<laughs> so I'm like, tell me why. Tell me why that's a rule. <laughs> I always my... need to, yeah. Oh, my word. Uh, so as we're wrapping it up, <laughs> it's been a crazy time. Any favorite moments of, okay, well, first of all, mm-hmm. this is what I've asked everyone that I've recorded with. Okay. Do you have like a favorite episode? My sister was very honest and she said that she hadn't listened to all of them, but she said that her favorites were, oh gosh, I don't remember. I think it was like the, um, the thankfulness one mm, that or like, good. yeah, the, it was like the really short one. It's like only, it was like 15 minutes. Say, yeah, that one was short. It's like good. be thankful for something, but yeah. Do you? And you can be honest. You can say no. I think I've been so on top of listening, but I know, I know. I'm behind like two episodes. You've been an avid listener. I have, but then I had finals and my life fell apart. Mine did too. Um, but the one that stuck with me, and I have this written on my mirror still. Oh, slay! Is it the planting seeds one? No, it's the one that you talked about. Um, I think it was the one you talked about, like the spirit of distractedness. Oh, that one kicked my tail, bro. I texted you after I listened to it and I was like, you just hurt my feelings so bad. My feelings are hurt. I cannot express to you, like, because I was doing this by myself before this season. So I would literally sit in my room, contemplate everything that I was about to say. Because whenever, like, you go into ministry and you have a platform like this, like the enemy gets in your head about everything and like you dissect everything. Cause like yeah. this, this is going on the internet. Like there's no taking this back. Like even if I were to delete this off of the internet, like there's screen recordings, there's downloads, there, yeah. there's it's will always be out there. And so I have such like a conviction of like, Oh my gosh, if I say anything wrong, then I'm done for but the solution, yeah, my solution to that is to not ever claim to be perfect in the first place. Because when people put like me and like my guests, like you on a pedestal, that's already going to set us up for failure. It's like, um, I've always something that I think I heard in the porch podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you listen to that one? I've heard of it. I love that podcast. Anyway. Um, and one of the one of the pastors one time said if you try if you try to rely on someone on a on a human being in the way that you're meant to be relying on god you will be disappointed every every single time um and a lot of times when i have had that kind of like in breakups in the past mm-hmm. one in particular um the reason that it hit me so hard was because I held that person on such a high pedestal and to such high regard. Mm-hmm. And so then when shocker, they turned out shocker. perfect. Ooh. Then, you know, I was like, what do you mean you're not completely perfect? Like, I didn't know how to handle it, you know? I was talking with some friends like three hours ago and um, one of, like I was messing with them and... Uh, um, I don't remember exactly how we got here, but we were talking about, um, like who I was going to, like my list of guests that I had to be on this season. Um, and, uh, one of them was like, oh, like if, if this person was on, um, like I would 
not skip, but he was like, oh, I, I would like love to listen to that one if that person was on, which is the whole point of like the podcast culture is like you have someone well known on your podcast and then you go on their podcast and then you have like listener like it's the right. it's it's There's all like such plan. There's it's a marketing, marketing and it's not tricks. It, yeah. I mean, but like it kind of is like right. it's we can call it what we want, but like it is a strategy and it's not like it's not a bad thing to strategize like i post on tiktok like every day because it's my main platform where people find me and um and i i was like i have been so intentional about making sure that the guests that i have on here are we're focusing on what they have to say about topics instead of just them talking like not glorifying them but glorifying god through them and like now obviously i'm not like famous like if sadie robertson called me up right now and was like please let me on your podcast i would be like (laughs) you know what maybe i could fit you on the schedule like i'll let me look at it like um but (laughs) you know like I'm not gonna sit here and say that I would deny celebrity access right. to my podcast, but I definitely have always been very intentional that this is like not a platform for me to grow my social media stuff. Right. Like I've grown the rooted brand entirely separate from, from my own soul. stuff. Mm-hmm. And like it has all its own stuff. Like I repost it on my stuff, but like you don't see me reposting my instagram pictures on the rooted account like i've been so because the brand is not a person and so it's like strictly biblical based Mm -hmm. you know now i am very careful about what i post and how i am perceived because i believe the internet perception is very important especially as a christian creator unfortunately perception tends to be reality i know so I know that was a tangent. I know that you said you were going to go on a tangent and then I went on a tangent, but mm-hmm. that is what we have for y'all. Any last words? I don't think so. You have your favorite episode. You have been very good at listening and reposting. Such mm-hmm. a real one. Maybe that was how we got. We like, when I first started this, we were not like hanging out, hanging out yet. Like we were no, new not as often. and I was yeah. shocked that you actually reposted all my stuff. Like almost every, like you were like on the dot, oh, like, yeah. and I was like, oh my gosh. I'm a huge podcast girl. So. I'm actually not. Really? I listen to maybe. I'm a big like true crime girl. I only listen when I'm getting my lashes done. Only. Okay. You know? Wonderful. Anyways, we love you all. <laughs> I hope that y'all have an amazing week. And yeah, with that being said, forgive everyone all the time, mm-hmm. even if you don't feel it. It's okay to not obey your feelings. Amen. That's our end statement right there. Okay, guys. See you next week.